0: Plot: Fantastic Four, 2005. A group of astronauts gained superpowers after a cosmic radiation exposure and must use them to oppose the plans of their enemy. Dr. Victor Von Doom.
1: Voice over off. When
0: Everybody gets one. That was my own, That's my only one.
1: <laughs> um, I, I, will, I will use mine later. The, the, hello and welcome to Citizen White Gate, the podcast that marvels at all blind representation, whether it's daring, devilish, fantastic, or four stars on IMDb. My name is Sky McLeod. I'm Melissa Buckta. And what are we talking about? What? I don't know. Yeah. Guess. <laughs> no. um, I'll give you four guesses. Four guesses. Ooh,
0: uh, eight if you include the sequel. Oh. And uh, 16, if you, no, 12, if you include the other remake. Yeah, we're
1: getting almost binary, like. <laughs> can't math.
0: Um, um, yeah. <laughs> we, we're talking
1: about the 2005 classic Fantastic Four. Yes. Um, and it is a, that's <laughs> a, um, a movie. And it has it a blind character for two scenes in it. Right. Two short scenes. Two short
0: scenes. I think Blind Al in Deadpool had uh, a little slightly bit... Slightly more. Had slightly more. Ever so slightly more to yeah. do. But you know what? That's okay. Because uh, I this was just... This was really nice just to kind of take a breath and watch a silly movie and have a good time. I was very surprised uh, at how much fun I had with this, honestly.
1: <laughs> I had a good time. I, uh, I, it is, it weirdly felt long to me. You said that you launched it in pieces before oh, we yeah. started recording. No, I feel like that's a better idea. <laughs>
0: this, and it felt short to me, yeah, honestly. Yeah. It 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 just kind of bumps along, you know, and uh, it, it's, uh, it's formulaic in its plot structure. It is very of its time it's, yeah. it's it's interesting because i'm you know you can't watch something like this and not think about the mcu and what it and what it has all become yeah. and everything but i mean i was fairly familiar with the fantastic 4 before i saw this movie the first time in theaters or before even the mcu i can't say i'm a comics expert because i'm not i haven't read very many fantastic 4 comics but when i was uh, growing up I loved the, um, I think it was either 60s or 70s uh, cartoon version of the Fantastic oh, Four. Okay. I watched so much of that. <laughs> it was my favorite thing. I, I loved it. They usually showed when Cartoon Network was different than what it was now. Uh, they showed all of these old, like, crappy, very cheaply animated uh, superhero cartoons. Oh, yeah. Uh, they called it, like, the Adventure Zone or something. I don't know. And Fantastic Four was one of them, and I ate it up. I loved it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so how does this compare... How does the movie of 2005 compare to the animated show? I mean, it
0: feels... Like an episode of the Fantastic Four, basically. I mean, everything <laughs> looks better because it's it's not <clears throat> well, it's uh, live action. It's not cheaply animated.
1: Yeah, you know? it's uh, it's not really cheaply CGI, especially for the time, probably. You know, well,
0: okay. I went on a journey with this movie because I watched this
1: movie, <laughs> and then
0: for some weird reason, because I like pain, uh, I watched Fan Stick or the other uh, the other Fantastic Four remake.
1: Oh, that was, like made that was recently, recently. Yes, yes. Which the, I haven't seen that. Isn't that one even more despised? Oh, it's bad.
0: <laughs> it's horrible.
1: Well, that's. does. Do we actually still have a blind no. character? Oh, well, well, Any I can't Any do it.
0: charm or or character or anything, anything that, that the Fantastic Four had is like sucked out. <laughs> it's just awful. It's so bad. Oh
1: gosh. And it's all on Disney Plus. <laughs> Woo. So much to watch. So much to watch. Uh, yeah, this yeah. is goofy. It's definitely not It's so goofy. It is not like bad and like ugh like, you know, like no. Bad, bad and Superman kind of a right, bad right, Like
0: something. is is it is it good? Like you comparing <laughs> it to, you know, anything that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has produced? No. Like, this would be lower, 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 tier. lower tier. But is it as bad as, like, Thor The Dark World? No. <laughs> like,
1: I had fun watching this. I hated that movie, too. Yeah. So. This is, it's a pretty silly, it's got a good, it did have, it did kind of remind me of Daredevil, just in the, it, you know, for that era of Marvel movies, of just kind of like, you know, there's a There's the formulae plot and we have, like, the origin story of these characters, I guess. But in the end, it's just kind of like, let's do silly fights and, like, come up with, like, kind of fun ways to mess around with the characters. And it's not, it's very, it's not very serious. I mean, I guess Marvel's never been the serious one, but. (laughs) No, but, but, you know, but I think what, what a lot of the
0: MCU movies have uh, that this one is lacking a little bit is heart. Honestly, yes, (laughs) like, yes, they're funny and they're goofy and whatever. But but there's there's a core, you know, to the story. There's so you're rooting. You're rooting for these for, you know, for those characters. And I'm. it's not to say that I wasn't rooting for the Fantastic Four in this film, but it just feels so Saturday morning cartoon. Like, there's no stakes. There's
1: there there, really isn't a weird. Even though we have like some pretty serious like. I don't know, like elemental things happening. I don't. Know. I just like have my science <laughs> well, brain was just right. like, this is they're they're playing with fire a lot. <laughs> but but I mean, if you think of
0: Fantastic Four as you, because you could, you can. With the the thing especially and I think that's what
1: struck me watching this movie again is is, is,
0: that's an allegory of disability
1: it really is which is funny because you always have these weird like visible disability allegories in Marvel where you have and that's the blind characters kind of like oh so they don't see them and so they understand them better you know they can really see them because the blind character can't quote unquote see their disabled faces which is like kind of like okay like it's kind of a bummer that that has to be such a common trope with these mm-hmm. like kind of like just throwaway blind characters or just a lot of blind characters that aren't the main character have fallen into that kind of bucket in the movies we've watched sure and and unfortunately and well and I, unfortunately
0: but i think because so our alicia like she actually has a name is, yeah uh
1: <laughs> um the thing's Pro- mostly girlfriend. from the comics it almost feels like if this was a new co- like new content she just wouldn't have been given a name but it's just <laughs> she's a character from the comics so she's a real character right
0: right well there you go yeah it's it's very you know it's it's fan servicey but it's at least it felt like they cared you know yeah. Where, whereas that would that's what i could about the the fan force stick is it just no one cared it just felt like nobody gave a crap about anything like at least this movie they're trying to give those nods to the fans and to the people who've read a lot of the comics and, or who know about the characters or who know the material.
1: Right. Yeah, and I mean, there's, I, I guess part of the problem too is you have four characters that are all having their own little backstories and then you have the villain as well. So you're kind of like building up five characters right. from, So not the ground up, but you're building up their superpowers from the ground right. up. Right, and
0: unfortunately, I, for for a superhero movie,
1: I think Doctor Doom
0: gets real short shrift in this film. Uh, because he his origin story happens, and then they just defeat him. And in the <laughs> yeah, in the comics, true. he is just of the coolest villain. He's just like this horrible force of pure evil and dread <laughs> and malevolence. And I like how
1: he's a cat. He's like basically a venture capitalist. Sort Bas- of. Basically, basically, like- yeah basically literally I guess come to think of it which Mm -hmm. is like before the real like height of that whole startup culture thing but it's like a very it's kind of interesting to see in 2005 I'm like it's kind of a cool villain um (laughs) that you could probably do more interesting stuff with now yeah
0: he just felt just really cookie cutter and average
1: yeah and he's just like gets electric powers
0: that's kind of right and I'm just I, I just wish I wish he was more cunning. I mean, his whole plan is stupid. It's, yeah, it's, dumb. it's, just, it's um, almost
1: like stupid that it it is stupid that it works. Right, at all.
0: <laughs> right. But you just I'm going to get all these weapons from the from the Department of Defense and
1: blah 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 blah. And I'm like, and do what, my guy? <laughs> what are you going to do with them? I don't. And then he capitalizes on ableist notions um, by making um, the thing. What is this mm. actual thing? <laughs> As a human. What? <laughs> um. What is his the his, his, his? What are the characters? Uh. I'm only thinking of their char- like um. Uh, su- uh, superhero. Names. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Mister Fantastic, the Invisible Woman,
0: the Human Torch, and the Thing.
1: Right. But what is the Thing's human non? Ben Grimm. Ben Grimm. That's his actual name. Yes. Yeah. He uh part of uh the plan is to have um him like become. Because he is experiencing ableism for being the thing. Right. It's, he's like, oh, I, like, you know, the idea that he would want to change back to mm-hmm. human, which I guess is like, okay, I mean, they do set that up that he's like super that he's so sad that he's the thing now and he loses his wife and all this stuff. Or, like, is are they fiancés? No, I think
0: she was married to him for oh. a while. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, because, well, she puts her ring
0: down, right? Right, right. Yeah. And And she just straight up, she doesn't have any
1: dialogue. She like, she just straight anything. up leaves him in one scene. Yeah, and well, it's, like, sort of two scenes because one scene she, like, screams and he oh, has to right. run away. Yeah, and then yeah. she comes and just leaves her ring on, because she has to know that Right, and then... <laughs> And then
0: he can't pick it up. And it's like Aww, the, it's so like the icing on the
1: cake. It's horrible. It's really sad. Aww. I mean, his stuff was like the most like it felt like it was tapping into something emotional. Right.
0: I, I think just out of all the characters, either his story, just they wrote it. They, he was more fleshed out or they wanted to explore him the most. Or something because...
1: I think that must have been it. Yeah. Because the other three... I mean, I guess the other three just don't have very compelling... I mean, like, there's, you know, we got the bad boy that is on fire all the time. Yeah, which is Johnny, like... Johnny Storm, a.k.a. the Human Torch, a.k.a. Chris Evans. Yeah.
0: and Before Captain America and, and Scott... Before Scott Pilgrim, I believe, because that was 2010, so... Yeah. Because his voice is a lot deeper in Scott Pilgrim, and I was like, oh, he was
1: young when he did this. So, yeah. Yeah. So he's like a little... He's like a little baby, I guess, in this movie. Um, still but, fun, yeah. Still, I like him. Fun. He's yeah. engaging. He's really he's very he's like a good two thousand five bad boy yeah. character. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but you know, like with the heart of gold, who's like right, you know, where it's a motorcycle and that that entire trope, right? But, it's, but, but the like, worse. but like he, you know, saved people from a burning building. Right, right. That that guy. Um. Uh, so you know, that's like whatever. But it's still very tr- it's tropey in a way that it's like I guess they're you know what. What, you could do stuff with that, but, like, I guess they decided not to. And then, like, I mean, they, they, the fact that she is invisible is, is uh, a, a decent complaint. About Sue Storm,
0: a.k.a. the Invisible Woman, a.k.a. Jessica Alba.
1: Right. Um, and which the is, one woman is made invisible, which is a fair
0: critique of this. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't think when the characters were originally written, you know, I don't, I don't I, think that um, the invisible woman yeah that Kirby wrote her to be invisible because women should be seen and not heard like I don't
1: think that was which no because it's the opposite she's heard and not seen Right. Right. So, <laughs> so it's like kind of going, yeah, reverse it's actually feminist, I have to think about it. But I mean, like, it's kind mm. of the lamest pat like being invisible is pretty lame. That's why they well, have to give her like a force thing that doesn't but that's, have anything that's to do with that of that's
0: pretty cool. Like she she bit of a little that's that's yeah, she can become invisible and, make force fields and stuff right
1: which i guess it's just like the force field thing makes it seem like her power was lame enough that they had to come up with something cooler to add on to it, <laughs> it because it was just too lame that she couldn't it wasn't a lot like how often do you need someone who's invisible like mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. i guess but it's like very specific scenario so you kind of like in a <laughs> combat situation it's like uh, sort of helpful but like rarely is it gonna be all that helpful. So she had to. something more like super powery. I don't know. It's just it's just kind of sad to like just the idea that you would be the one woman on the team. You're just (laughs) invisible. I don't know. I remember
0: watching cartoons and, and you know, even reading in the comics a little the little bit that I've read and, you know, she she holds her own just as much as anybody else on the team.
1: Yeah, it's just like, I guess it's just the fact that that's her power is sad. That she doesn't get a cooler power. I want to see her have a cooler power. I want a visible man. <laughs> I mean, I guess that could get creepy as well. I don't know. Invisibility is the worst power. <laughs> well, her. Well, I mean, she's also technically a scientist. She's, she's also incredibly intelligent. Well, yeah, but she is a scientist. But then we only have... The Mr. Fantastic is the only one doing science.
0: Right. Mr. Fantastic, a.k.a. Reed Richards, a.k.a. Ewan Gruffitt.
1: <laughs> There's so many A.K.A.s. Thank well, you for bringing I'm, them here. I'm adding the actors' names as <laughs> well. I, no, I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, and, and then... I'm then just like, the stretchy guy. <laughs> the stretchy guy, you know. Fire dude. The, the Rock fella. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but not The Rock. The Rock, that's a different actor. I yeah, The, the Rock.
0: So The Thing, a.k.a. Ben Grimm, a.k.a. Michael Chiklis, who honestly is my favorite thing about this movie. Yeah, he's he's the
1: most plush show character. Oh, that's ironic because he doesn't have plush by (laughs) the end. But not not only that, it's just...
0: He's just like, as a performance, I think he's really bringing something here.
1: He's I, very, I, like, schlubby in a way that you kind of appreciate that a superhero or, just, like, you have, like, kind of a schlubby guy <laughs> who becomes a superhero <laughs> like that. There's something kind of satisfying about that. Like, I think the fact that it would, you would never be able to make a movie where he was the main superhero unless it was, like, something super, like, ironic. I feel like, like, I feel like it's because he's in a team, he's allowed to be that <laughs> schlubby, but it would be kind of fun if there was someone that schlubby Well, and it's the like they're character. they're going into <laughs> Base, but it's never really established what Ben does
0: or like what, Brit, what yeah. Ben brings to the team because he's not a scientist. That's
1: true. I was and wondering just that like, as well. So and he's is, not the money either because right, they're going to. Right. Uh, what's his Dr. Doom? Dr. Doom. Like, Dr. Von Doom. Oh, I guess he's just Von Doom. What is his first name? Oh, uh, Victor Von Doom. Victor Von Doom. Yeah. So at least his his two names are kind of the same. are kind of the same. Right. Um. So,
0: yeah. And I'm just kind of like, and and scientists and Ben
1: yeah <laughs> it is like really confusing. okay cool
0: <laughs> but I mean I'm glad I'm glad he goes up because you know we wouldn't have the thing but I, I'm just like what
1: I Why? like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of funny it's I like, think I did think of that at one point I was like what does he do I guess they're like right. friends just, it's like Reed Richards and his friend. Well, and all of them are kind of just like scientists. Like that's literally right. it, except for him, it's and that's so what vague. every character is. Yeah. <laughs> which is also like you like, they don't have any specialties. They all seem to be able to go to space and study like the body, I guess, which is like not No one has like, unless you have two completely different professions, those are not sure. trained in the Look, same school. And, and
0: I'm 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 not saying Ben Krim can't go to space. Not saying
1: like he's more than capable, not saying that at all. Why? But it's just funny that like literally it's like four different characters. We have five characters, four of them are scientists and one does not seem to have any profession at all. And it's very confusing why he's there. But and then (laughs) uh, also the fact that like Jessica Alba was always like, Oh, all you think for both of them cuz she dates both mm-hmm. dr doom and uh, uh mr fantastic mm-hmm. um and she both of them is like oh, you just don't know <laughs> emotions right well <laughs> she's she's all she's, about
0: science and she's I'm like, angry oh my God. she's angry with victor because he has no emotions and he's all about the job right. and money and she's angry at reed because reed won't commit and he just is moving it's too all slow to about science right and he won't admit that he loves
1: her Right. Which is just like, I don't know, that whole thing, I was like, oh, oh psh- I, so I checked out when yeah. when when, <laughs> it, when,
0: it, the, when they, were, they were talking. I was just like, Mm-mm, no, yeah, the, I, whatever this is, I'm not here for
1: it. The love triangle at the center of the movie has, leaves so much to be desired. <laughs> like, there's not, like, super specific rape culture. It's just, like, really lame, like like it's just heteronormative relationship right of 2005 right
0: it's well funny. it's very shoehorned in it's, yeah it feels like an afterthought
1: yeah it does it does it almost feels weird like it doesn't feel like it fits in the movie there's not it's not like oh the long lost loves it just kind well, of yeah it does and i feel think they worse. had
0: to i think they felt they had to do it because in the comics reed and sue are a couple so and they actually they have a kid
1: they end up having a kid well, too and so they could just start out a couple, but that's not dramatic, I guess.
0: No, exactly.
1: Because we <laughs> need four different origin stories and all these different existential crises, and then throw in a relationship that's on the rocks, or that she's married to, like, go, like, no, not married, but she's going to answer a proposal for one of them, and then like they break up, I guess, because she just disappears. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's very convoluted, mm-hmm. convoluted. This movie does try to do a little bit too much stuff. I feel like a little bit. I mean, a, yeah,
0: a little bit. Well, and and some some of the stuff it it, it does um it succeeds at and a lot of it it, it just yeah. kind of sort of limps along. I mean, we've t- we touched on, you know, the the last the the final fight. Yeah. which is a joke. Which is so long. <laughs> it's long and boring and it but
1: n- nothing yeah. happens and everything happens and, and the, like all the elements. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I guess I just kept thinking, like, I know you're not supposed to put out an electric fire with water. And for some reason, that's all I remember of the fight sequence. <laughs> I don't remember if they heed that warning. I feel like they don't. I feel like there is an electrical cause fire that they do put water on. I was like, fuck, what do you, I don't think you're supposed to do that. I don't remember though. I, cause he's electric, cause Dr. Doom's electric. And then there's also fire. Right, right. But then there's also like stretchiness and the thing. <laughs> I mean, if you think about wow. all their powers, are pretty are pretty bizarre. Other than, I guess, kind of like being on fire, still kind of seems kind of stressful. But he does make it seem like the coolest one. Everyone else seems to be upset by <laughs> their power. Right. Well, and I mean. Well, except for, like, his Fantastic. Yeah, he kind of sort of takes
0: it in really stride. Yeah. He's just like, well, this is me now, I guess. And
1: he's like, whatever. Yeah, which I'm like, I guess that's good. Especially having the kind of, you know, he's kind of like weirdly the. Mm-hmm. Sort of well, stable I, one in the center of the movie, I guess. Right.
0: I mean, I think the bridge scene, the first time where the, the thing tries to rescue the, the person who's going to jump and just it all goes wrong. But I think that's a more interesting and fun scene yeah, as that far is as more, seeing them use their powers and stuff.
1: It is. Yeah, it is definitely. I was like, oh, Suzanne invention. <laughs> 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 Didn't do that right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is one of those things where it's like, yeah, that kind of like... Um, just like unraveling of like almost the entropy feeling of like just mm. one thing gets more it's oh it's <laughs> like the can that hat where it's like the stain that like oh yeah bigger, just going yeah yeah, yeah yep, it's yep, like yep, kind yep. of that's it which i'm this chain, chain reaction of, of oopses right basically. right which as like someone who's like obsessively like plans for things not to go wrong there's something so anxiety provoking i'm like this is <laughs> what happens when you're not hyper vigilant <laughs> about like always planning for right. things that they weren't they weren't a team yet they <laughs> yeah, hadn't fully true. come together so that's the moral is as long as you're a team then a suicide <laughs> intervention won't cause an entire like fire a bridge <laughs> to collapse. Oh, okay, a fire truck up. <laughs> right i mean, oh, they think everyone's okay in the
0: end yeah they sit sa- they end up saving everyone but still i mean you put yourself in the in the guy who's gonna jump shoes I, I mean know. he's he's going he's going come to jump off a bridge and this guy has come to save him but He's like a terrifying rock monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's this this sentient, this sentient boulder is basically telling you not to jump.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is it is pretty fun. Well, he doesn't even really try. He's just like, You think you got problems? Not very oh my, effective. No. I imagine. <laughs> no. It would be really funny if he was like, Yeah, man, I'm s i am I know things must be really hard right now, but like, can we talk for a second? <laughs> we, like, you know, like trying to do like very genuine. Oh, gosh. no when you're on i mean i just was like i guess like in that moment to keep him safe just grab him if you could but right. I, it's like that's like a slightly more but i mean that thing.
0: that would have sucked because the thing would have just like sunk to the bottom of the ocean basically oh yeah if he like fell yeah he's yeah. made of rock
1: yeah he's I very he heavy probably can't
0: swim very well no probably couldn't keep himself up afloat
1: or he would just be weirdly buoyant somehow. Wouldn't that be weird? Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: but I, I don't know because it's it's a throwaway line. But when they are kind of uh, – when Mr. Fantastic is examining him, we find out that all of his internal organs have turned to stone. Like, he's living stone. Oh, wow. Yeah, he would just – he would he just would fall. Sink.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's probably – he shouldn't have been on the bridge to begin with. No. Then. that It was fucking dangerous as shit. And then Not the bridge all. almost collapses. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is. It It's the movie. It's silly. It's a silly movie. Um, <laughs> and it's and I like it. I, I
0: liked it for being just silly and goofy. And I mean, there's there's that stupid montage of like all of them living together in the Baxter building and they're trying to figure out how their powers work. And it's just this. You know, Reed's, you just see flashes of like Reed's arms stretching across the hallway to get toilet paper and Johnny trying to put shaving cream on, on, um, on the thing's face and everything. And
1: that I just had such like, like right at the beginning of the pandemic like lockdown since five right That they were like we can't leave the house for two months and i'm like oh (laughs) god
0: and everyone is freaking out yeah like i was literally
1: waiting for one room there to be like someone in a Zoom meeting (laughs) being like (laughs) oh my gosh they could have i mean i don't know 2005 sci-fi was like video conferencing (laughs) Um um uh, yeah.
0: yeah so but we honestly we haven't really even talked about yeah, alicia um, alicia a, uh, a.k.a carrie washington
1: yeah uh who second carrie washington movie I think, yes at least
0: for her two scenes honestly kills it like no wonder she's so good like she's carrie washington <laughs> i'm like wow she was amazing oh yeah she's carrie washington of course
1: she's amazing she's yeah she's very um uh, I don't know but cares not saw the right word she but brings, like she brings like she brings so much
0: to a to this one character <laughs> that could have been a throwaway role that is, like, one page, maybe half a page of script.
1: Yeah, she was, basically like barely in it. Though, okay, though, she also is, like, led home. Okay, so she sees the thing mm-hmm. and they have... They're at a bar. And she's, like, I see through your... Like, somehow she, like, totally clocks the whole situation, I guess. Maybe she had some context on who he would be or, like, what was going on. Recognized his voice or something. Maybe. Yeah, it's kind of unclear. And she's, like, but I, you know, I wouldn't judge you for <laughs> who you are. And and then like, and then they have like this whole scene and then she's like taken away. But the bartender is like, okay, let's take you home. But she like got up. She had her cane that she was folding so we could mm-hmm. see that she was blind and she had her stuff. And then she like gets up to talk to him and then she's led home by the, like, well, okay, the bartender maybe, and but, she does not have her stuff for her cane. But maybe,
0: maybe because I was saying the same thing. But, but then I thought, okay, maybe she wasn't being led home. Maybe she was just being led to the door
1: but to do
0: what to go home i don't fucking know <laughs> like i don't know <laughs> they just needed apparently they just For needed a more cigarette maybe maybe like well may, they uh, i think they just needed more markers like this character is blind right it's just like at least
1: i guess that's true but you could uh, you can't do the cane and then have her leave her because at first i was like oh she's just leaving her stuff at the table a blind person you can't really check to make sure no one's like Jacking your stuff. So I'm like, that was already in my head the whole scene. And then she just walks away maybe without uh, getting
0: her stuff. Maybe she wants Ben to get her stuff and like deliver it to her. I get, yeah. She'd be like,
1: oh, accidentally she forgot on my cane and, all, and the books that yeah. I had, Which I guess for Braille books or something. I don't know. Maybe they weren't books, but whatever.
0: <laughs> also, okay, look, I've been thinking about this. Th- since I watched it or whatever, but, like, the scene between them where she, like, touches him, like, it's, it it is face-touching, yes, but I think, I think Alicia's a freak. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know, like, that, I I, I don't mean that in a bad way at all, seriously, but I don't know, I think, (laughs) I think they were into it. They were really into it, and I was like, oh, oh, wow, I feel... Feeling comfortable.
1: It was. It is kind of. A, it's. It's so funny because it's like the thing is like so tactilely ty-
0: ty- different. No, I know. Even no. more
1: than visual,
0: it feels like. right. Right, because you're. I'm watching the screen and I'm like, God, I want to just
1: touch him. <laughs> it's we- yeah, no. It almost I like, get a, it. it. Also, I was like, "Is this like I know there's no thing etiquette, but it feels almost inappropriate to be <laughs> I like your oh, She, just, you she just goes for <laughs> it, and I'm just like, "Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa!" <laughs> yeah, she's rubbing up on his chest, it's and like, I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> okay."
1: i think I <laughs> she just met him. she's right. literally like all she knows about him is that he's made of rocks like that's, right and i was like wait to go ben you just made it i
0: think you're gonna make it to second base tonight buddy but then she just was <laughs> let out
1: <laughs> she just leaves like, but he can't if he what? breaks her if he brings her cane to her though that's carl you can't that's carlson number one of blind people you're not supposed to touch our canes but i guess if we leave it at the bar <laughs> Because you half like, It's like a, uh, like a token. <laughs> like, yeah. Does, you yeah. can't, you don't leave a
0: glass slipper, you leave your cane. Yeah, well, okay, she's come, friends with Daredevil, find so
1: he just supplies her all the ones that you can, like, throw at things. <laughs> That's why I, I believe that all of them, Blind Al and Daredevil and Lucia are all friends. Perfect. <laughs> I b- I'll buy that for a dollar yeah they sure. would, they would, that would be fun um sure
0: and then you get to see, and then you get to see her at the end and you realize they're still together and she you know and and they're in a I'm assuming they're in a very loving relationship yeah. and I mean yeah you know is it absolutely cliche oh yeah heck yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I uh. but it's I mean it's one of those things yeah it's like cliche it's tropey it's not fair it's Of all the tropes, it's like not—it's not great, but it's also like there's a lot of even more terrible tropes. Oh, sure, sure. Like, is this the worst thing I've ever seen? No, but it is also just kind of weird that it's like she does seem to like him because because that's she doesn't know him at all, right? And so she does seem to kind of like pursue him almost because he's rocks, Mm -hmm. which. I don't know. I well, mean, like, I mean, I don't do know about you? pursuing him because his because he's rocks. Right, you're right.
0: Maybe she's, she's just like, really doesn't know super him at into all. Into that, you know. <laughs> but but I mean, it is you know because she when she does touch his face, you know, she 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 notes that he's very sad and you know weird. hurt and hurting and and that's true. He is sad and hurting and doesn't doesn't exactly know where to turn.
1: Yeah, it is kind of weird that the blind person is supposed to come and like be like you look different from other people i will show you that you still deserve love it's like we shouldn't be necessary for that (laughs) no no that's not our job Yeah, it's not our job and also it's everyone's job to not be right like i
0: get it you know different people who are different will find other people who are different you know it's it it is if you if you are feeling like an outcast and finally someone comes to you and opens up to you and said you know and validates your feelings and then says that you're beautiful it feels good i mean it can it can feel good if that's what you need to hear right now
1: right but i feel like it's just i don't know it is kind of weird that I feel like blind, it's like oh you can always be with a blind person if you're disabled because then they won't judge you for being a disabled person and they won't see that you're disabled and or they so then won't. you're worthy of their love I guess but not anyone else's love or so you know it's just like right. it gets really it gets kind of problematic the more and more you think about yeah,
0: it yeah yeah I mean it's it's just like oh you know. Right. Like regular, able bodied sighted people won't, you know, won't love you because of your differences. Right, but right. you know, go but go hang out with the with the blind folks because we're so we can't see and we're so desperate right, right. For, for a connection <laughs> exactly. that we'll just glom on to anything. Right, right,
1: which is kind of the implication that I don't think people realize they're making, but it's just like, Oh no. It's just like <laughs> the idea that it's like we are the second level of humans right. that are you Are you like, sad and
0: misunderstood? <laughs> oh go find you a blind person because they'll understand. And
1: it's also, like, kind of a dig at them that it's, like, maybe they don't have, maybe you don't have to be blind to, like, love someone who looks different than you or looks (laughs) different than what's deemed normal. Like, that should definitely, like, it's actually kind of more offensive to say that only blind, like, it's more offensive to them and it's offensive to us that we, like, are somehow, like, these little, like, you know, I don't know, little fairies that like you know make people realize that they're worthy of love if they are visually different which also again like it just doesn't even seem like that would be all that convincing they'll be like well yeah you can't see me so like it it seems like those relationships would be even more like in real life would probably be more burdened with like stress and like be like well no one can really love me because you're blind and you can't see me so you don't know and then you're and then the blind person's like this is this is sad because this person does not really believe that I love them (laughs) Oh, so I don't know. It just seems like a good and badly, but yeah. I mean, also people don't really realize that like ableism is bad enough that if you're in a relationship with two disabled people, like how the fuck are you gonna like afford to exist in the world? Like you know, like you can't have a family because you can't afford to have a family Mm. because you can't like you're you know disabled women. You're paid fifty six cents on the dollar, so you know Mm -hmm. it's slightly more for men, but you know,
0: and and some people think that oh right you know most disabled persons or people are going to find a disabled another disabled pe- person to be with and that's just not true if you look it's at a lot pretty of uncommon right if you look at a lot of relationships where with a disabled person the other the other partner is usually or partners if that's your thing are usually able-bodied
1: yeah it's like it's one of those things that's so it is kind of weird like i don't know it's just it seems like one of those weird able-bodied people just mm-hmm. kind of making up what they think being disabled is like like it doesn't never totally feel super grounded because you know we live in too much of an ableist society the weight that gets put on a mm-hmm. disabled couple especially because disabled people are pretty isolated as well so like the likelihood of two isolated people finding each other is actually much less likely than an isolated <laughs> person finding someone who's not isolated because at least a not I- isolated person can come to you or is you it's much harder to get two people who are going to trapped in their surroundings to get to each other but yeah I don't know there's a it's it's one of those things where this is just not real life like there's not, there's not no, I mean no. even if it wasn't even if it wasn't superpowers even if it was just literally instead of being the thing it was just like a facial difference or something like you know it's this is still made up this is still, like weird fantasy <laughs> shit um but I but
0: I mean in the end and I guess going back to it just speaks to the actors you know i i'd watch a movie about the thing and alicia honestly yeah that I, would be funny i, would. I don't know what. i
1: i uh. i don't i mean i would for this podcast i'll say that sure, sure 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 um but i mean maybe i think we've almost kind of watched that movie and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad mm. i mean isn't that what beastly is Ugh. So you know. Yeah, but
0: but <laughs> I actually give a crap about about Ben and Alicia. Yeah, I guess. Whereas Beastly I couldn't, is like, I couldn't tell
1: you the first names of the two characters in Beastly. That's true. Uh, I'm gonna say Belle and the Beast. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Perfect. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess the man who laughs, which I actually did like, would be okay. Sure. Even more of an analogous. Yeah. Yeah. One that would be better. Yeah. But I, I just felt like the yeah I mean I guess there's like the thing it's kind of a tragic but he was also kind of felt sorry for himself a little more in a way that was like a little too close to like when I was alive in 2005 like kind of annoying feeling sorry for for yourself in a way that sometimes I was just like come on dude let's get (laughs) him like I it is like he's dealing with real discrimination and like it definitely hit some real emotional vibes at times but sometimes oh, I yeah, was just like absolutely was getting kind of frustrated with what I mean maybe in a way that it's like not necessarily not true to life but I'm mm. just tired of watching people be so mad that well, they're disabled now <laughs> right well I
0: mean what the what I uh, noticed again on upon watching this again uh was all of the times that he had problem uh, problems manipulating things. Yeah, because, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my God, because the world isn't built to accommodate someone like
1: him. Yeah, he really – it is a very clear disability metaphor. Right. And I'm like, huh. Well, I've, they're all I've disability metaphor. Like, all of the characters, in a way, are disabled. Sure, yeah. I mean, because they get – a disease. And that's actually why they're quarantining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like similar to COVID. It's because they yeah. literally don't want a contagious disease to
0: spread. But, it, but it's not, not contagious. No, they also, don't know like, that.
1: you? that. But how do you not know that? You went into space <laughs> <laughs> and you got blasted by some like weird like radioactive thing, cloud thing. Why would you think that's contagious? <laughs> like <laughs> I guess, I mean, maybe if you're radioactive, but still that it's not like contagious in the way a disease is contagious it's contagious in that like if you're radioactive people around you might get radiation poisoning i guess but that's slightly different <laughs> um
0: but yeah well i mean as far as how they got their powers that's very uh Marvel. that's very well it's very 1960s i mean if you think about you know the yeah. care all the characters you know you've got you've got the fantastic four you've got spider-man um, they're oh always God, radioactive. I'm, I'm trying to come up with another example.
1: Well, yeah. Daredevil
0: also gets radioactive. Da- oh, thank waste. you, Daredevil, and uh, yeah, they're yeah, exactly. It's all it's all toxic waste or radiation or chemicals, and it's uh, it's very of the time.
1: Yeah, they're more like I guess veteran disabilities or something of like. <laughs> I don't know. Or just... I'm trying to think of how American conceptions of disability... The weird thing is Marvel characters are all disabled, but no one... I mean, most superheroes are disabled, but, like, they're not, weirdly enough. Even though some of them have literal... Like, most of them have literal disabilities that are not, like, even fake metaphorical superpower disabilities. Like, many of them just aren't genuinely disabled. But, like, still, there's weirdly... Like, they never want to fully commit. Like, I guess it's, like, sometimes... There was, I don't know, they were playing with a few different, it felt more disability in this one, but sometimes they like... Well, it's, and I, I think I've made this statement before on a previous podcast, but, but when
0: basically Marvel versus DC. DC is gods learning how to be human, and Marvel is humans learning how to be gods.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean...
0: And so, you know, so a lot of people think that uh, that Marvel superheroes kind of sort of have more um depth and character because they start as human <laughs> because well because they know what it's like to be human they've they've lived that life whereas dc's heroes don't necessarily not. i mean not all of them but you know they they're coming from a different planet or they come from a, a different culture or a different society and they are, are born with their powers
1: right Except for Batman.
0: Except for Batman, yeah. He's just a a very rich dude.
1: Yeah, which I think is funny. Yeah, there's a handful of superheroes. They're just like, they're really rich. And sometimes supervillains, that's their oranges. It's, you know, kind of depends on how you're feeling. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think that it's. They, I always do wonder what the metaphors are, and I think a lot of them are supposed to be... Well, I mean, theoretically, all of them are influenced by the Jewish immigrant story, because that's all the people writing them. <laughs> so, you know, that, like, you know, following right after the Holocaust and stuff. So that is obviously going to be in a lot of the metaphors. But I feel like it's weird how often it goes into disability without mm. totally, like, committing to that... As a metaphor, something I don't know. Maybe they and they must because they try. They do disabilities so often. <laughs> and well, and,
0: and yet we, you know, we have all these superheroes and gods and monsters and and amazing people and multiverses and everything. And yet, as a disabled person, as a disabled fan of a lot of these things, uh, I still don't feel like there is a place for me here.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. It's true. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a, it's a bummer because you don't feel, you feel like it's kind of like using our stories in a way without actually caring about us. And, you know, mm-hmm. superheroes are, they have, they <laughs> don't have disabled problems <laughs> because they are in by inherently full, like, over able, <laughs> like they are able to do things they make humans disabled basically um in a way but at the same time they still deal with all these disability related things and like kind of how to deal with disability but then you know they just will always that just never feels like disabled people are in the Are writing any of it because it just always feels like it kind of veers into like, if it's going to do another, it like it will veer into another metaphor that doesn't, that feels shoehorned in where you're like, what? (laughs) How is this about gay people or whatever? Um, but you know, I I don't know. I just, I like the idea of superheroes being disabled stories Mm -hmm. and you could do stuff with that. It's just, it's, we're so far away from that at this point. Oh, I mean, we're like, I'm not a comics
0: expert, so I think, Because every year I try and attend any of the disability or or mental health panels at Rose City. And uh, they try really hard to program those into Rose City every year, which is really awesome. And I leave there learning uh, about disabled characters that uh, I I don't know about. Now, granted, there's not a lot of them yet, but every year you go and every year you realize there's more because... Finally, people who are disabled are getting a chance to write and are writing, and are stories. writing their stories and, and their voices are being heard.
1: Because every Marvel superhero is disabled. They're just, they just aren't written by disabled people. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. I think. But I
0: think, I think that's an interesting point. They're, they're disabled and yet they're very abled. Because if you look yeah. at, you know, well, look at the thing. That's, right right he's a, a disability he is a disability allegory or a metaphor you can definitely read his character that way and yet you know
1: he's an able dude right right and he also like kind of got superpowers and the right. whole thing is that when he get, becomes back human, he's like oh fuck now i can't fight and have all my superpowers i'm normal again <laughs> oh no yeah which is basically kind of like becoming disabled after being able it's like a weird it like fucks with the metaphors a lot like I don't know. There's just so much like Daredevil is, is literally disabled. Uh, but, you know, and I Doctor Strange, like watching that movie is like sort of someone coming to terms with a disability. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then it's just like, and a lot of them are. I mean, X-Men is all about being genetically different and having genetic disabilities. Sure. And like how also, you have be- to like go to a special school <laughs> far away. Sure.
0: Also a metaphor for
1: being gay but but that's but it's like sort of is a metaphor for being gay but it's not like you send all your sorry that's a
0: whole nother can of worms no
1: but they think it is (laughs) but i don't know it just doesn't totally make it doesn't track as much as like you're sending off a bunch of these people who are genetically different to a school so they can get a different kind of education Mm -hmm. and society doesn't Mm -hmm. allow them to have jobs and is afraid of them and all this stuff yeah you know so it's kind of like well i i so i liked hearing what you said
0: about dr strange uh and i i like doctor strange actually seeing the movie really made me want to start reading comics uh and i think he's i I liked uh i liked the comics that i've read so far so I, i think that's really cool i mean it's yeah he he becomes disabled and he learns to use that disability uh to do something even cooler
1: yeah which That's yeah neat. and it was I was not expecting that when I because I just went to see it with friends I was like okay whatever mm-hmm. people always sure. want to see Marvel movies um and I was really not expecting to like it I felt like it was weirdly not that able it like I was like I was kind of surprised because normally when I just stumble upon disabled character it's usually something offensive mm. you know it's rarely ever actual disabled people which I don't know if real disabled people wrote Dr. Strange but but there is I think Marvel will have it kind of veers into these disability stories but then it just never is about disability none of the scholarship is really about how it's about disability like it just feels like the disability it just it's like inspiration porn or something it's Mm -hmm. just like not it's like all of our identity without any of us you know sure yeah well and I think
0: the Eternals, the latest one, tries to tackle, well, first of all, it tackles way too much, tries to tackle <laughs> way too much and succeeds at almost nothing. That's a whole other can of worms. But the character, Thena, basically, she suffers from this, like, space disease, oh, <laughs> essentially. Weird. It's a whole thing. that I'm tired and I don't feel like talking about it. That's but, good. But her yeah, her true. character is, um has a mental illness throughout the, the film. Oh, wow. Basically. Uh, and it's, it's okay. It's, it's handled okay. It's not, it's, it's definitely not as bad as it could have been, but, uh, it, it is the same thing. It's like this thing that's touched upon and then kind of just, well, we got other stuff to do.
1: (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, it's almost now I'm kind of, I'll think about like, oh, we should do like really super heroes that are totally it's like all about disability and so through a disability perspective but then sometimes I'm kind of just like so burnt out and I'm like superheroes (laughs) are it's not like it almost just doesn't seem fun anymore because there's just so much superhero stuff and it's it's just such a hot mess at this point that I think I don't know I well uh Spider-ha- spider 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 ham wow
0: i'm very tired yes keeping spider spider ham keeping it in uh spider-man uh no way home comes out in a couple weeks and i'm pumped <laughs> <laughs> it also features dr strange though so i'm very oh, very pumped
1: okay well there yeah. you go that's it's a tie-in this is a ad for marvel um, <laughs> it's definitely. wait is it is it still sony oh god is spider ham still sony I, I,
0: yes and no that's a whole nother conversation yeah we
1: need to get into this we need to get into all of
0: the it is of- a conversation that, that I would enjoy having because I love talking about the minutia of all of this stuff but you got D&D but to I've got, got to. D&D I have got d
1: and D. i got to get it I gotta go too so, so
0: let <laughs> I us have, I don't have time to talk about it tonight <laughs> it's like yeah whatever <laughs> fucking
1: whatever fucking um, whatever
0: it's but- coming
1: out though and I'm excited well we'll have to come back and uh, do that and maybe a blind mm-hmm. blind aside of some kind or something or yes. maybe they'll just we'll just add a fake blind character into it sure. and we'll talk about that sure. uh, that's what we should start <laughs> doing if we just get run out of blind movies we should just, like, we've decided this is a blind character that could go into this movie that it really does not have <laughs> any blind characters at all um, yeah so until we're doing that dumb shit um, what are we going to give this movie uh, do you wanna go first? Okay, sure, 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 sure. Um
0: I will at least give it a twenty one hundred because I had fun. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. It's a twenty one hundred, uh, because Carrie Washington is awesome and I had fun
1: nice um i wanted i want to give it a 20 slash 4 just because it would be really funny
0: um
1: but i'll give it a 40 because i mean it's not like i i feel like i've given worse much worse movies in 2020 or something so it wouldn't be very fair i mean it's not you know it's not really about blindness there's not our blind character is in two and a half scenes mm-hmm. it's a complete trope, but it's like one of, it's it's a middling toxic level. You know, there are much more toxic tropes than the trope (laughs) used in this movie. It's kind of weird and silly and kinky that she's really into (laughs) being rocks, and um, the more I talk about it, the the more I like (laughs) it. (laughs) I think it's cool. (laughs) Um, There's, I think really, there's worse (laughs) things that we watch. um, and, And it's just kind of dumb 2005 superhero movie. movie before it was you know it was all of hollywood was just you know built on the house of marvel it was back when marvel was just kind of like a little silly uh, well they were
0: they were selling all the rights to their characters because they were bankrupt yeah they were literally going to go out of business when they
1: were bankrupt (laughs) no i don't know i mean i do kind of but also it's i mean it's not like they're making great movies or anything but but it's you know it's silly (sighs) it's silly. People, people are gonna come for you. I know. I'm. A, this is at least this is a known fact about Sky. Everyone who knows me knows my opinions on uh, finding Marvel to be kind of uh, just. I don't know, destroying Hollywood. I don't know. Isn't that the cool? Isn't like if you're a cool film person, you think. F- Final Cut Pro seven was the only good program. <laughs> because and you Final think Cup Marvel's pr- destroy Hollywood? Because
0: Final Cut Pro seven was a great program. It was a great program. It didn't need to change anything. It <laughs> did not. No. Should I cut this out? No. Okay. We're leaving it in. <laughs> um <laughs> Final <laughs> Cut Pro seven.
1: The best Final Cut Pro. Yes, and Marvel killing Hollywood. We're cool film people. These are, these are the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mar- give us a call, Martin Scorsese. Yeah, we we'll,
0: could we'll, we'll, we'll have a very long conversation. <laughs>
1: yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, be on the podcast. I don't know. Does he have a movie that has a blind character? I don't know. I'd, I'd have to check. But we'll he, to go
0: through. he hates Marvel with like the like just the passion of a thousand Classic, suns. Beautiful. Yes.
1: Very good. Very good opinion <laughs> to have. I don't know. It's kind of a basic bitch like film person opinion <laughs> to oh. have. That so. So, it's really not so <laughs> basic, but everyone lets him have it because he's
0: Martin fucking Scorsese. Yeah,
1: sometimes you just gotta be basic bitches. Me and Martin Scorsese, we're we're on the same basic bitch level. I don't do a lot of basic <laughs> bitch shit, but hating Marvel for taking over Hollywood is <laughs> is where I am a basic bitch. Um, uh, yeah. So that's a <laughs> Fantastic Four. We did it. We did it. Um, uh, and and under four hours so. okay, I was just trying to <laughs> put four oh my god let's get less than an hour and four minutes so what were you blindsided by <laughs> right
0: uh I have a book nice actually that I uh that I am blindsided by it was recommended to me by a dear friend of mine uh and she's like you have to read this book because it's written by uh an author who has um RP Oh, nice. Uh, I, can't, I don't remember how the R word is pronounced, but I know the P word is pigmentosa. Uh, but um, retinitis Retinitis. Pigmentosa? Thank you. That's it. Yeah. Retinitis pigmentosa. Basically, uh, you lose your sight as you grow up, essentially. Uh, as you get older, you have less and less sight. So the book is called Storm and Fury, and the author is Jennifer L. Uh, Amintrout. Sorry. The author is Jennifer L. Almontrout. Uh, sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong as well. But the book is called Storm and Fury. It is, aka Harbinger, it is the first in a trilogy of books set in a universe that this author has already been writing in, actually. And I, I had no idea because this is the first one of these that I've read. But basically, the character, the character, main our main character, Trinity, also has RP nice. in the book. And she has been trained to be uh, basically a demon fighter. So in this universe, uh, all of a sudden... All of the gargoyles and stonework on churches that we thought were just, you know, pretty architecture or whatever has come to life in an attempt to warn us that heaven and hell are fighting as per usual and there are demons that now walk among us. And
1: she wants to date all the gargoyles because they're made of stone? No, not really, actually. What? But what did Alicia tell us about blind people? I thought they all wanted to date stone. Oh, actually,
0: shit. She is... She is in love, uh, she- not in love, she is in, in infatuation with another warden. The gargoyles call themselves warden, uh, wardens, uh, named Zane, Wait, who, is, really? who is a gargoyle who can turn to stone. Okay,
1: maybe we need to rethink this. Maybe I think it's we actually to true. This. Maybe, maybe yeah. we <laughs> spent all this time saying that blind people don't fall in love with I need stone to go, go out
0: and find myself a nice stone lady, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, she uh, she's really awesome and is a badass, and we find out that... She herself is uh, a creature of mythology as well. I don't know how much I should spoil, but yeah, don't spoil the whole thing. No, but uh, yeah, I won't. Um, but it's uh, it's really it's it's in a really interesting world, and um, I really enjoy how uh, she writes Trinity because she herself is writing a, a character that has the same disability as her. And is basically is visually impaired, so the way Trinity sees the world is the kind of the way I see the world, although I think Trinity has less vision than either of us, oh really? actually, yeah, and she writes about uh, about you know Trinity slowly losing her vision, oh yeah, uh, but <clears throat> but it's just so cool to see a character that's. Super badass
1: and you know really good with knives. And yeah, stuff. that was pretty cool. Also, I also love blind characters that have vision, <laughs> some vision, like because that that's something that so oh we've never watched a movie about that. Yeah, yeah. The ninety percent of blind people. So that's yeah. awesome. I mean you know if you get actual blind people to write things then it gets way better right um uh, but yeah <laughs> so the first the first book is called storm and fury nice sun, and storm is also kind of in the same realm as <laughs> for <before>. sure yeah <laughs> um, but is <laughs> so a lot better um, <laughs> um my thing is very silly i'm just going i'm blindsided by i've This is almost finals week uh, when we're recording this, so I've been very busy doing school stuff and I've not been consuming really much of any media. So I'm just going to talk about the DRC at my school and how much I've really appreciated uh, going to PSU as a dull learner and having people who are 10 years younger than me in some of my classes, which is weird. But uh, luckily, uh, PSU is pretty much a, you know, kind of... uh, it has a lot of age diversity among the students which is cool um but but they have a really awesome drc and i had uh colleges just i did not think could be accessible because my previous four years of college were not at all and and it was a very kind of i mean like as much as i loved the school i went to it was still kind of traumatic to it, it it basically made me not want to do school ever again. Um, And so doing it again and having a really good DRC that actually gets me reading on the first day of classes and where I can like, um, uh, you know, have email people and get, an instant response on how to like get access to the few things that I don't already have access to and it's been so easy and the expectation is that the student shouldn't have to do all of the work like I did last time I was in college um and that it's actually the job of the university to be doing that um and I know that that shouldn't be like an amazing thing but it has been really awesome and um and very like kind of therapeutic for me to not have to actually be able to be in week nine of the quarter and like be ahead of my classes whereas usually that was when I got to start doing all of my homework for the entire quarter was <laughs> two weeks before finals um so yeah so that is my um blind spot I've been blindsided by um on the blind side um that's some
0: that's wonderful though yeah do, do you just feel like you're welcome and actually be able to excel and do everything else that everybody else is doing
1: yeah it's pretty awesome and and i've been excelling so well, to go. To go. <laughs> well yeah so that's my my silly thing because i don't have media to bring but you know i don't know i i've I really want a database of all, like, the good DRCs for, like, different disabilities. Like, there, you know how you rate my professor? There really should be a yeah. website that's, like, rate my mm-hmm. DRC because mm-hmm. that would be so fucking helpful for, like, college freshmen, anyone who, like, codes... Like, or not even college freshmen, I guess it'd be high school seniors, but like, or someone looking to transfer, but like someone who makes websites, please God make rate my DRC because that would be such a good website. Amen. Um. Yes. <laughs> here, here. Um, but yeah. So uh, next week, what are we doing this podcast? Um, it's neither of us are just, we're collectively deciding because it is two weeks. Yes. Before. um uh, christmas <laughs> right right two weeks before christmas yeah what are we
0: doing so it is december it is december and of course uh we are going to make like exactly what we did last year i found another Rankin bass christmas special that
1: features yes. a blind character which i am so excited for i'm so sad that there's not at least three <laughs> um because <laughs> this is our final year but we're gonna make it count um because we are doing cricket and in, in the on the hearth cricket on the hearth yes, yes and it's not cricket eating crickets which no. is what i thought it sounded like no 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 no. it's about
0: a very nice british cricket uh
1: <laughs> yeah. yes um and and apparently a blind character and i'm, <laughs> I'm bringing excited to bring the christmas cheer next week oh uh, me so. too i'm i'm excited this is i feel like this is one of
0: the um maybe not least well known because they're definitely the Rankin Bassophiles that we know all about cricket on the heart but <laughs> but a lot of people when they're choosing I did not right right and a lot of people when they're choosing like which Rankin Bass specials to watch Cricket on the Hearth is probably not going to make anybody's top ten list anytime soon.
1: Yeah, especially because I didn't realize, but it's not even stop motion. It's like no, this is purely animated. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's not like the classic regular Bass. But I no, we don't even get the classic like style. No. Do we get some of the voices at least? Oh, definitely. Because those voices, I those, mean, like you just yes. are straight and like childhood. It's so Christmas. good. Yeah. It's so good. I'm, I am very excited um, to bring some Christmas cheer and some that's gonna have to be our reaction though it's just crickets i guess we like hopefully it'll be a little more than crickets (laughs) i know it wouldn't be a very interesting podcast if it was but um i guess we'll just keep the crickets in the movie and we'll talk we'll do good talking about it um Yeah, I think we did the podcast. We did it. We got <laughs> this it. This was fantastic. Uh, good. <laughs> our theme song is Violet Chiopasano. Our YouTube is Citizen White Cane Podcast. Our Twitter is White Cane Pod. Our Facebook and our Instagram are both Citizen White Kane. If you'd like to send us an email, our email is citizenwhitecanepod at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a voice message, there's a link in the show notes. What would you what would your superpower be if you were on a, a fantastic team? Yeah, and um what would your kinky blind and, uh, rock person <laughs> um, yeah describe your <laughs> describe your ideal rock person yes please all the blind people who listen describe the rock person that you want to follow with someday <laughs> um, and exactly how they would feel um, because that's what all blind people want um, and uh, if you're sighted, uh just let us know how cool blind people are yeah um, <laughs> any of <laughs> Perfect. those things, there's a link in the show notes to will leave us a voice message and come back next week we're going to we're going to get uh Christmasy. yeah. Crickety. One crickety, crickety and Christmasy. <laughs> we'll, we'll not see you then. Bye. Bye. <laughs>